Jennifer Poppy. We are doing Cuadros' Corner in your corner, yes. in your house. Uh, thank you so much for opening your doors. Mm-hmm. Um, again, <laughs> your house reminds me of Hawaii because everything is decorated like beachy, tropical. Mm-hmm. And thank you so much for being here and sharing your story. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for coming. I love having you here and um, really excited to finally get together and have this conversation. For sure. I'm excited to uh, share your story with the viewers and listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, I was touching on, on the decorations that are inside your home. Mm-hmm. As a real estate agent, do you typically um, put a big importance on decorating on the interior design of a home? When there's an open house, I know people mm-hmm. come mm-hmm. and their first impression of the home is, of course, how everything is laid out. Do mm-hmm. you think that's really important? And do you take a part of of interior decorating? Now, normally a real estate agent doesn't necessarily um, deal with the decorating or design. But for me personally, uh, I actually started with home staging back in like 2010, 2011. And so with that, you take what the owner already has in their home and you rearrange it in a way that would be inviting for anybody when they come in. So um, for me personally, I do like to do um, be part of making sure the design is pleasing and clean and uh, welcoming, like I said. Nice. Mm-hmm. And of course, you have a lot of lovely art mm-hmm. on your walls Thanks. and uh, you're an artist yourself. Can mm-hmm. you tell us a little bit about how you started with art and, mm-hmm. you know, how did this passion begin? Yes. I mean, like most artists, I believe, you know, as a child, you know, we learn how to draw and color. And uh, I had done mainly acrylic painting um, prior to moving to McAllen. But when I came here two years ago, I was introduced to the Phoenix Gallery and that wild art family over there that I love so much. And I began diving into collage art more. I had done some of that in Hawaii. And here I was like, okay, Let's do this. And so uh, you have a few of my pieces here, three of them there. And what I love about collage art is taking elements from different pieces, whether it's books, magazines, flowers, metal objects, whatever it is, and taking things and making one cohesive picture. And while it may be surreal and kind of out of this world, um, for me with the colors or the flow or the theme, to me it all goes together. And I don't know if this is the right word to describe how I feel when I, mm-hmm. when I see collage art. It's very jarring to the eye, <laughs> like it makes you stop wherever you're at. And because I feel like it's very nostalgic. Yeah. I don't know if you remember when back in school, people would um, like cut out different things from like magazines, newspaper, yes. and they would decorate mm-hmm. their like folders and journals and things yes, like that. Yes, you're right. It's very uh, reminiscent of that type of uh, vibe. Yes, definitely. Or like do a self-portrait from different yeah, elements. People and... would like cut out like their favorite artist bands and yes. they would like decorate it. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone was like, I feel like that was the first Instagram. Hey, that's a good. We were doing IG before IG. Yeah, because it's all like collage. We're OG IG. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) 
You mentioned that you've been in the Valley for two years. Yes. How has your uh, experience been living in the 956? Yeah, put on 956, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, I you've, am. You've, uh, you've accepted the culture. <laughs> yeah. It's in my corazón. And uh, I am a Texas girl. My um, roots go deep here, as you know. My family has been here for um, 200 years. Wow. Yes. And so, but I'm more from the central Texas area. And then after that, I lived in Hawaii for nine years and I made my way here two years ago, like you said. So I, I love the valley. I wanted to be here because I love the palm trees. I wanted to be able to get to the best beach in Texas. South Padre <laughs> Island, like coming from Maui, I'm like, I need a good beach. Yeah. I'm not going to do Galveston. Sorry, you guys. Yeah, Galveston is really dirty. Sorry, I everybody think. that loves it. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not getting in that water. Yeah. So, um, and then I had been studying McAllen for a couple of years because I have friends from college here and I saw the homes they were buying and I was like, what? Because real estate in Hawaii is wild. It's really expensive. Yes, to the median house price is about a million dollars. Wow. And it's not like what you're gonna get here for a million is yeah. gonna be, no. So here I was just seeing, you know, beautiful construction and the homes, blah, blah, blah. blah. So I thought, okay, that the cost of living is amazing. Um, I love the people here. I mean, as we said, like we have so many friends with so much life and energy. Yeah, so all many different. Artists. Yeah, so many artists, um, entrepreneurs, and uh, it's exciting. I feel like there have been some neat doors that have opened here, and I'm having fun exploring so them. Can you tell me the biggest difference between living in an isolated or one of, if not yes. the most isolated yes. island in the whole world compared to, you know, a lot of people come through here going south, going north. I mm -hmm. feel like it's like the mecca of like, um, I don't know, like commerce. Oh, you got, definitely. You got a bunch of people yes. passing by. So what's, what is that like, that the, the mm -hmm. biggest difference or how does it feel? Yeah, in some ways, uh, people are going to think this is funny, but in some ways living in the valley is like living on an island. So I can relate to it in many ways because um, even though we're part of Texas, it's, we're still like so far away and culturally we're a little bit different. And so um, I still kind of feel like I'm on an island and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like I've lived there on an island so long. I'm like, this is cozy for me, you know, to feel like I'm part of something, but I'm also not part of something. Yeah, like we have our own world here. Yeah, it's like its own bubble. Yes, we have our own culture going on here and life. And I think that's cool. Commerce wise is very interesting. On Maui, there aren't a ton of, you know, stores and restaurants there are some we have some really high-end luxury of course and then we have the you know what i love like more of the locally owned mm -hmm. small businesses but you know i love that flavor whereas here i feel like there's three of everything like yeah. some people might be like oh there's nothing here i'm like literally there's three of everything, everything and like 20 hebs there's no hgb <laughs> in hawaii and um, we had like when Target came to Maui, it was a big deal, yeah. you know, and um, I think we probably have like 62 Targets. I don't know. Maybe is, five. Is in the valley? Yeah, I'm joking. Oh. Maybe oh, five. I don't know. But there's a lot. Okay. Yeah. Um, so there's, you know, 
things like that. This place is full of commerce, like you said. Yeah. With us being so close to the border, we have some of the highest um, revenues in the mm -hmm. whole U.S. Yeah, here. back in, I mm -hmm. think, 2015 or something, I heard that uh, one of the stores in the mall earned more from Black Friday than in New York. I yeah. forgot what the store was, but yes. it's because a lot of people come shopping here from Mexico mm -hmm. and up north because, you know, the a little bit more, you could find more things, I feel, here versus like up north. Yes, yes. And I believe like our Home Depot and places like that are some of the highest mm -hmm. grossing mm -hmm. uh, businesses in the whole U.S. People don't realize. Mm -hmm. So for those of us that have never gone to Hawaii, mm -hmm. can you give us the 411 on like how many islands there is? Do you remember that? Like, Oh, you're putting me on the spot. You, like how yeah. many islands were there? Like what is it like the size of the valley in comparison or, okay. or like tell us that. Okay, I'll tell you a little bit. Uh, Maui has about 120,000 people on okay. the whole island. Okay. Is that the biggest island? No, it's not the biggest island. Uh, the biggest island is called Big Island. Big Island. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just, to, just to be clear. It'd be funny if the biggest island was called Little Island. Uh, yeah, right. They're, they're not trying to play like mind games over yeah. there. Um, <laughs> but it would be funny. So Oahu is um, where Honolulu, Waikiki are located, and that's where the majority of the people live. Yeah. And that's where a lot of people vacation. So it's more busy. There might mm -hmm. be nightlife there, that kind of thing. Uh, Maui, where I lived, is one of the favorite islands mm -hmm. amongst um, tourists. Uh, there's a little bit of everything, but for nightlife, literally, mm -hmm. I mean, there might be some, I don't know, but when the light, when the, when the lights go down, when the sun goes <laughs> down, you go, you go home, you go to bed. Yeah. There's, there aren't a lot of. It's more chill. Yeah. It's so chill. Like you just go home. Yeah. It's just go home. So would you surf and do all that type of stuff? I, um, I've surfed some, did more body surfing or, um, and then with the, Person. and also um, some stand up paddle boarding. Oh, wow. It's fun, but I also find it a little boring unless yeah. there's waves because you're just yeah. whatever. So what was your like a day in the life for mm -hmm. Jennifer Poppy okay. in Hawaii? Yeah. So on top of just being me, I'm also a mom. Oh, and wow. so I have three kids. And so a day in the life in Hawaii when I was there, it was um, we had moved there when my boys were three and eight years old. So okay. it started, you know, so there was like mommy. How old are they now? Yeah, now they're, those boys are 19 and 14. Wow. I know, and they're like over six feet tall. So, you know, but back off ladies. Um, and, <laughs> no, I'm just playing. And um, I have a daughter also, and she, her name's Isla. She's an island girl. Isla? Isla. Like Isla? Like Isla. Wow. Yeah, so go. I like names that go like Spanish or English. So we did, um, so Isla Joy, when she, so she and I, a typical day, like I would take my boys to their school and then I would take Isla to the beach and we'd meet up with friends there, both of us, like my mommy friends and her little friends and we'd hang out at the beach in the morning or we'd go hiking in the mountain. And then, um, and then I was a realtor there also. Wow. And so uh, I would, you know, go to the office or, you know, do open house and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Wow. So when did you start 
in real estate then? I, um, I started behind the scenes in 2013 with marketing. And then in 2019 is when I got my license in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. wow. Mm -hmm. So then in 2013, you were back here in Texas? No. Oh, wait, uh, nine Hawaii. years. Nine years you were in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. And so what made you come back to yeah, Texas? Yeah, so um, I had already been considering coming back to Texas just because um, most of my family is here and... I loved the island life, but going through the pandemic over there was um, truly traumatic, uh, not because of for health reasons, but because of the way the government in Hawaii handled the pandemic. I've had many friends leave. Um, it was crazy. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about how they handled it? <laughs> I mean, we can. Hopefully no one comes after me, but <laughs> I won't sure tell won't. you all my secrets, but... Um, no, it was really strict over there. Uh, we, and the rules that they put in place were held in place well after the mm -hmm. rest of the U.S. Yeah. let go of restrictions. So we had rules like we couldn't be in vehicles with anybody else other than our mm -hmm. family. We couldn't um, sit on the beach. Wow. So, and we couldn't be with other people on the beach either. Yeah. So there were cops that would come on with beach vehicles and like ask you is that your son is that your daughter like that well uh, not just that but like i had an experience where they were like they were saying my my kids cannot sit in the chair on the mm. beach and that was right as that rule mm. was enacted we didn't know about it and um, there were drones flying around the beaches saying, wow. the, there are stay-at-home orders. If you're on the beach, you have to be six feet wow. apart. You must be moving, like, yeah. drones. Yeah, that's, that's it like was futuristic. It, yes, it was intense, and um, there's even footage of some Hawaiian families where, you know, the kids have never seen a drone mm -hmm. like that before, mm -hmm. um, and it talking and like, and they were getting in trouble for fishing. Wow. Um, it was kind of, it's kind of comical to look back, but I remember the mother, for Mother's Day, my friends and I were like, it's Mother's Day, what are they gonna do? Like, <laughs> we're having a barbecue yeah. at the beach. And so we did, um, I think, and uh, no, we did. And it was so funny because we were fine. Like we had our, our potluck and everything out there. But driving back home, I saw a cop at a beach, another beach and, you know, going to families that were having barbecues really? for Mother's Day. And you just see, well, this is what we would do. Yeah, this yeah. is so funny because you'd had to be moving if you're at the beach. So they yeah. would just be like doing lunges all of a sudden. Oh, wow. So or squats. Like we literally would do that, like just start lunging. That's and like funny. literally see a dad like at the grill, like start like squatting and lunging just to look like movement. Well, that's hilarious. People were getting tickets of up to $5,000 or a year wow. in prison for sitting on, to watch sunset. Do you, do you think the reason why they were so strict was because maybe of the size of the, of the island and uh, now we, everyone's more closer? The, the reasoning behind it was because there was only one main hospital and there, oh. um, if there were an issue, then it could be like 
horrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, but just the way it was handled was very restrictive. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, our kids had to stay home for schooling long after others were back in school. Um, just a lot, a lot mm-hmm. of rules. And like I said, really strict where you would, mm-hmm. you know, a year in prison or a $5,000 mm-hmm. ticket is what course, they would yeah. pass out. I don't know if they enacted it, but yeah. that's what, we couldn't go to the other islands unless we um, quarantined for two weeks at a time. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, without being testing positive or anything. It's just, yeah. you had a quarantine. So then good thing you came over here Yeah. So that was the part of, so getting back to like the motivation, another thing that happened was, um, the airlines stopped flying direct to the mainland. Really? Yes. And so it makes you realize, oh my gosh, the airlines really can just stop coming here. And what if my family needs me over Mm -hmm. there? My parents, whatever. You have to travel by boat or what? Yeah. I mean, I guess you can't, you know, and the island is dependent on the food, unfortunately. Um, You know, all of that, it just brings it to life. And so um, that summer I flew back to Texas with my family and it took 28 hours because of the layovers. Layovers. It should take eight hours. It took 28 so you did mention that your family has deep roots in mm-hmm. Texas yes. for over 200 years, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. What part of Texas? I mean, all over. Um, I'm from Central Texas, but like East Texas, Central Is Texas. Is that Austin? Yeah, more Austin. Um, so you're weird. I think, so you're weird. I mean, I'm not. I mean, you I know, that's be. what they say about Austin. I mean, keep I keep Austin weird. I keep Austin weird. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm fun. Maybe that no, is No, but weird. Where, where did that come from, that saying? Keep Austin weird? Yeah. I mean, because Austin is, like, creative, you know, a little little weird, right? It's different from the rest of Texas, right? I mean, I guess well, every, every place could be weird in its own way. Yeah. But that place was very, like, we're going to use it as a catchphrase. But Yeah, like, keep Austin weird. I don't know. I, I think just the creative mode, and I think it's a big music scene there. Yeah, right. And yeah. then it's very artsy. Yeah, exactly, and kind of a mecca for people from all over now too. You know. Yeah, that's true. But something funny. I mean, I don't know if it's funny, but it's interesting. Two things. One, I was born in Victoria, Texas, so Ooh. it's kind of a little bit. It's not in the valley, it's, but it's, it's like, like outside San Antonio, right? Yeah, it's kind of in. Yeah, it's kind of around. Yeah. So, but I didn't live there long, but I was born there. And then some of my ancestors had land down here as well years and years ago. They didn't have air conditioning back then, Mm -hmm. and so they did not stay. Oh, that's why they moved. Yeah, they were given land down here somewhere. I don't remember where, but it was like it's a little hot, so they... They chose not to. I'm actually yeah. from Tyler. Okay, Berger. I know Tyler. I've been there. Yeah, yeah city of Roses. more East Texas. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, it's it's like an hour east of Dallas. It's really beautiful. They have mm-hmm. the tall trees. Yeah, and yeah it's, it's amazing. It's so nice. I actually went there after college just to get out of the valley for a while. Yeah. So you were you you were born in Tyler? Yes. And how long did you live there? Um, I never lived okay. there. Um, because I was like a little baby, so I don't remember. But my mom, uh, like, was a single mother, right? And though she moved down to the valley to be closer to family. Mm -hmm. And I would just go in the summer. But after college, I went over there and I lived over there for a year. Mm -hmm. So I, I lived over there for a year. Oh, wow. Just to, you know, 
you know, I've been living in the valley for a while, so I was like, yeah. let me just get out of here, experience mm-hmm. something else. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's important for everybody, even like people in Hawaii, you know, you might think, oh, they never get tired of the island. They do. They, some people have never left the island, um, which is cool. Like, I love it. But um, I, I think, you know, everyone, wherever you're from, you need to go somewhere else just so you can appreciate where you're yeah, from yeah. even more, you know, and get new experiences, new people, everything. Yeah, especially when I moved to L.A., I was living over there for two oh, years. Oh, nice. So when I was over there, I was like, wow, like, I miss how everyone was really nice mm. back in Texas. Yes. Not that people were mean, but, you know, just little things here and there that you were like, oh, I appreciate Mm-hmm. Just those small things that you would get over here. So, yeah, you're right. You're you have right. to get out to appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know that you're also a model. Mm-hmm. Can you talk to us yeah. about how you started modeling? Yeah. So when I was younger, I would be, you know, modeling was kind of in my avenue. But my mom was very protective, which I appreciate. And so I didn't really um, start modeling until college and after and more of my work, I would say, I've done a lot more, I think, in Hawaii. And a lot of that was resort-type work mm-hmm. and very active also. Yeah. So, like, it has some... You do look like that. Uh, you look like I would see you in a magazine as I'm traveling in an, in an airplane mm-hmm. on my way oh. to Hawaii. <laughs> and it's like, here's the things to do in Hawaii if you're visiting... Yeah. You like, may have seen that before. I mean, that's what I picture. Yes. So things like in the kayak or like on a, my first, no, my second time on a stand up paddle board, there were huge waves and it was for um, a video for, I was modeling. Oh, wow. And um, I was like, oh my gosh, because the waves are really coming. They're like, it's fine. We'll just push you out there. So they did. And like once we got out there, it was fine. But, um, it's just funny. I was like, oh, my yeah. gosh, this is I've done <laughs> the first time. My first experience on the stand up paddleboard was a nightmare. And then that was my second one. So it's like, here we go. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, always the more of the active or like I said, nice. resort wear. Yeah. And that kind of thing. And it's always more fun when you're not just sitting and waiting for them to like tell you to like, OK, it's your turn. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you were, too, because they'd have different scenes or whatever. But yeah, usually like snorkeling or I don't know, it's different. And so it's been fun in the valley. It's a yeah. different experience. It's more um, studio work or uh, or, you know, like working with Back to Our Modern Vintage. It's, you know, very creative. And, and how did you meet uh, Yvette yeah. from Back to Our Modern Vintage? Yeah, so Yvette and I met officially um, through the Phoenix Gallery because I was working on um, an exhibition called, I think it was Spring Blossom back mm. in 2022. And I also learned how to make flower crowns in oh, yeah. Hawaii. I, yeah, I met <laughs> So yeah, we did meet that way. And so um, I was making crowns for the models for um, the art exhibition and fashion show. And then Yvette was like, I'd love to have you model. And so I said, okay. And that's how we met. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's always looking for talent. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, the Let's Stay Creative was yes. the, 
Yes, I event loved it. where I met you, you had a bunch of crowns. Yes. For all the models, and mm-hmm. we even had a model come up to you and and say, "Oh, I want to be like you." I don't know if you remember. Oh, that, that she was so sweet, <laughs> Alina. <laughs> yes, yes. She's sweet. I just saw her at the Frida Fest, actually. Oh yeah, she came. yeah. I think it's a yeah. picture. Yeah. Yeah. So, small like, world. what's that? What's that like? The community here, like those friendships, mm-hmm. like. Um, because you get people of all ages. You get yeah. young people, you get older people, like doing all sorts of cool stuff down here. Mm-hmm. What have you, like what has stuck with you about the, that culture mm-hmm. of, or that scene down here? Yeah, I'm really inspired by the scene here in McAllen and beyond. I love seeing uh, people use their talents, whether it's like you here interviewing and discovering about people or the artists painting up the valley or, um, you know, in all ages, like you said, I think it's amazing. You know, and we have our educators and yeah, like DJ Star Fox, DJ Star Fox, accountant by day, Account- yes. DJ by night. And she's so fun. I love her. Um, so I treasure these friendships and, and she's from California oh. and, but has yes. been here for 20 years or something, yes, yes. but, or a long time. Um, and yeah, I'm really inspired by the opportunity here and the work people are doing. Because I think in the past, people have been more like, oh, not as active, maybe. From what I'm learning, yeah, it's bef- not something bef- I personally Before, saw. there was not a lot of people who would like be so open about like their passions, I feel. Mm-hmm. Like, it was more like in their own little circles, they would mm-hmm. do projects and you had a different circles everywhere yeah but i feel like now more and more it's becoming a bigger circle yeah and i think that's good Mm -hmm. that's a good thing i feel yeah i think um tanya another artist and i were just yes we're just talking how about how we would love to see like the artists in McAllen collaborate with the artists in Brownsville like see even Mm. more there is some of that happening but i think that's the next step is yeah those as little, like crossing those boundaries a yeah, little bit more i feel like it started off and each city had little groups and mm-hmm. now it's becoming a bigger group yeah and now we just need to get all these groups from the cities yes together and we have done some like last summer um we had an exhibition of all the not all but south texas artists mm-hmm. um, self-portraits it was over in Corpus Christi. So I think that's an example of it, but mm-hmm. yeah, it would yeah. be fun. And so going back to real estate, can mm-hmm. you tell me, like, do you feel like there's more people coming down to the valley to mm-hmm. live? Uh, I guess more of a accommodating life, mm-hmm. more bang for their buck, I would say. <laughs> I don't know how you there's, would call it. Yeah, I mean, that's a great way to put it. Um, definitely the valley is seeing a lot of growth and there's always um, construction happening, not just on our roads, but um, with uh, with the housing and new subdivisions and builders building. Um, there, I think people are seeing the value in the good, The I mean, it's really hot right now, let's be honest, yeah. but the sunny weather, you know, we have the winter Texans and, mm-hmm. uh, but the value of the dollar does stretch a lot farther. We have um, medical, we have um, an, an international airport, you know, and we're in Texas, mm-hmm. right? Next to the, the beach. Next to the SpaceX. beach. The best beach. In Texas, <laughs> we have SpaceX, yeah. and you know people see that in different ways. But I mean, no, you're wh- right. However, it's a very yeah. dividing subject. It is, 
and we don't have to be, you know, divided about it in our conversation, but um, it does offer, you know, some opportunity here, mm-hmm. um, possibly. And historical things are happening, yeah. regardless of how of course, people yeah. want to see it. Um, what do you think about the... Because, of course, if you go to the big cities like Miami, Los Angeles, there are Hispanic and Latinos there um, that speak English and, and, mm-hmm. and, and Spanish. But I feel like the Valley is a little bit more like uh, prevalent with like people speaking at one moment Spanish and then going to English like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, a, I guess it's more like a culture thing, a, more of a mm-hmm. lifestyle. How has that been? for you uh, as a a new member of of this area? Yeah, I mean, I would say, I mean, I love um, the culture and the language, but like I was telling you earlier, I used to be bilingual, like in college, (laughs) I was almost a double major in Spanish. I lived in Saltillo for a semester and a summer and and during college, lived with the family there, studied, went to La Huac, all of that, and uh, but living in Hawaii, I, I got rusty with my Spanish. And so um, for me, like, I can understand it. Uh, pero no hablo español mucho, you know, but I can understand it. Yeah, and I'm yes. hoping to get back. So for me, it's been a little bit of a challenge because I feel like it is really important to be bilingual mm-hmm. down here. Um, but I do make an effort. And so I think that's it's very appreciated. I think that's good. And I love it. So, um, but that may, for me, I'm good with it. Just like business wise, I would say that would be my mm-hmm. biggest challenge. However, um, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I, I think anybody that would come down here, they just need to know, they need to love and respect the mm-hmm. culture and be willing to learn. Yeah. I you think know? if you're willing to learn, people will respect that. Mm-hmm. And um, when it comes to like communicating with your clients, like you said, have you ever like needed like a Google translate or anything like that? Or, or yeah, what's and the biggest, think, biggest uh, barrier for you? Probably. I mean, it's probably just me being willing to say I am bilingual because I mean, I may know more Spanish than some people that say they are. Yeah. At the beginning, I, just, I thought you might've been Cuban. Yeah. It's just, I like with real estate, it's legal and, um, you know, contracts and everything. And so I really like hold myself to a high standard mm-hmm. when, but I have so many friends that are bilingual and are here to support and like that are in the real estate business that yeah, can translate sure. and do those kinds of things for me. Nice. And, um, you recently switched brokerages. Right. Yeah. Can you talk about that? Yeah. I mean, um, the main... And can I uh-huh. ask for yeah. those of us that are dumb, Uh huh. what is the purpose of a brokerage? Mm-hmm. So in Texas, as a realtor, your first five years, you need to be under another uh, broker. And um, they, it's just kind of a protection. And they're not your boss or anything like mm-hmm. that, but it's just, and that's what it is. So you have a brokerage. And um, I did recently change brokerages. My new one, I am working with Encore Fine Properties, and I'm on Nash Pixani's team. And he is like the number one or number two realtor in McAllen. And so I love the energy that 
um, is there in our office and just working together. Um, it's been amazing. And plus, um, the office is going to be right by my house, which nice. as a single mom, that's huge, you know, to be able to yeah, like save time, be able to get to the office super quick. Um, it's wonderful. But no, he um, working here is great because like I said, the energy and the clients and all of that. For someone who wants to go into real estate, mm -hmm. what are some of your uh, tips or things that you would have told yourself, um, you know, your younger self? Mm -hmm. What are some of those things that you would tell people to like watch out for or keep in oh, mind? Yeah. Uh, can you share some? Yeah, I would have a few tips. Um, one, oh goodness, let's see. I have a lot of tips. Or maybe what, what has been like your best experience? Like maybe where a client like made you part of their family or, oh, or yeah. like gave you a giant presence or, mm -hmm. or maybe you'd like to share, I don't know, maybe you won't like to share like maybe a bad experience where, <laughs> you know, the complete opposite. There's, uh, I think with real estate, here's some advice is just um, take everything with a grain of salt and to um, just always work hardest for your clients and, uh, keep their priorities in mind above your own or anything else. Um, I'm there to protect my clients and to be, you know, their, um, their advocates. And mm -hmm. so I love, like, even if it takes a year to find them a place, mm -hmm. which um, has happened before, it's like, you know, once you find the place and, you know, you see the joy that they have, it's mm -hmm. such a gift. Yeah. And you mentioned, you know, whether, you know, you become friends and I, I all like with my clients, we do become friends because yeah. you go kind of through a journey. It's yeah, with a home purchase. It's a big purchase. Yeah. It's one of your biggest purchases in your life. And so they're if trusting, not the biggest. right. They're trusting me to help them and I'm trusting yeah. them to have their stuff together, you know, so you go through a lot. The motions. Yes. Um, another thing that I love about real estate is, um, and feel like I do a good job is like staying calm and peaceful. There's nice. crazy things that happen. Like you can't even believe some of the stories that happen and you just, um, to maintain that calm for whether it's just dealing with yourself or if it is something with a client to be able mm. to like keep everyone calm mm -hmm. and moving through the process. Yeah. I and, love that. And I would assume one of the biggest keys is communication. Right, right. So that everyone knows, okay, this is happening. You don't have to worry about because yeah. failure to communicate mm -hmm. could be, you know, as simple as it sounds, mm -hmm. it, it could lead to, to bad, you know, thinking or, mm -hmm. I don't know. There's always someone that, there's always a situation that could have been avoided if you had communicated Right. That is, you you said it perfectly. You communicated it perfectly. Hey, man, I should yes. Be real estate. <laughs> you should. Hey, join my team. Um, so with communication, that is actually something that my clients have repeatedly said is that I am very communicative with them, and they appreciate that because um, you know you need to be willing to make the phone calls or yeah, just be honest. Nice and. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of real estate agents down here. Oh, yeah. What do you feel is your biggest um, advantage mm -hmm. versus everyone else? Yeah. 
For me personally, um, with my real estate start being in Hawaii, my advantage is I have worked with clients from around the world. So I have that diversity, um, you know, literally from around the world. And my first sell was two and a half million dollars. Wow. And so dealing with luxury properties is just um, like dealing with a property. It's not something that's scary for me or anything mm. like that. So I'm, I think that's one of my best qualities is that whether you're a first time home buyer and you know, the hundred, $200,000 range or in the multi-million dollar range, mm -hmm. um, you're all treated with respect and I can handle the transaction comfortably and calmly. Nice. So do you only help people buy home or do you also help them sell their home? Yes, do both. Yes. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. What about like investing? Are you also yeah. part of that? So For you do, buyer, everything. seller, investor. And I not only, um, you know, work here in the McAllen area, but also I feel like with my background being Maui, like yeah. South Padre Island is mm -hmm. a very like... Um, easy step for me because I understand yeah. the island lifestyle and what that entails. So I like so that makes sense because you were over there for nine years. So mm -hmm. you, you've gathered all this experience and you're bringing it to the valley. Yeah. Um, if someone is willing to like ask you, can you tell me more about the valley and why I should like buy over there? Mm -hmm. What what would you say to that person? I would say um, in the valley, we have excellent schools. Tacos. We have <laughs> tacos. <laughs> Let me tell you, you have amazing, amazing taquerias no, here amazing and school. Topo Chico. Yeah, yeah. And um, um, the homes are, um, like I said, they're crafted really beautifully. We have, um, it's a growing area, yeah. like we've already talked about, and we have the medical. Um, McAllen was actually voted safest city. Oh, I heard that. Uh, yeah. Multiple times, and yeah. um, the quality of life here. I mean, people may be surprised, but it has been um, voted in the top five for high, high quality of life in the nice. U.S. That's awesome. All people see are, you know, news clippings of, you know, the controversy and everything with the wall and everything happening there. Personally, I feel like we're very, um, I mean, we're insulated, but we're not. I know mm -hmm. there's, you know, family ties and things like that. But in general, mm -hmm. we don't see, mm -hmm. you know, that. That's true. And uh, can you tell me a little bit more about uh, some of the projects that you might be uh, featured in? We recently mm -hmm. did a uh, photo shoot with uh, I'm all acting surprised about projects. I'm like, oh, what am I doing? Yeah, I mean, you're no. always involved in different There's always projects. something yeah. happening. Yeah, like yes. how, how do you go about like choosing a, a project? How do you know if mm -hmm. a project is right for you? Because I would imagine you say no to a lot of things, Yeah, right? You have to as a single mom and realtor and all of that. Yes, I do have to limit what I do. And like you were saying, you and I just did a uh, fashion show. No, I didn't put on a dress, you did. <laughs> you recorded us a shoot at a, um, at a beautiful um, property here. That's for us all. Oh, yeah. Um, here in and they have horses. Um, but uh, that was fun. I. For me, for that project, that was like a Coco Chanel inspired look. Yeah. I thought that would be really neat. It was 
so it depends on if I have the time and then who, you know, who's involved. Um, I do have an upcoming project with uh, Judas, who you just recently did an interview. Of course, yeah, he's awesome. He's amazing, so intelligent, and um, I'll be uh, I'll be starring in a short film that wow. he that he wrote and will be directing, and he, yeah, it's incredible. I can't tell you the plot line or anything. No, don't tell me. But probably get mad. Yeah, no, not allowed. But by the time this comes out, it'll probably be you've already probably recorded it no. and everything. You never no, know. no, we're gonna do this in a few months. But um, so selecting projects, you know, I need to know who's involved and then um, you know the story behind it and does it go with uh, what I want out, yeah. out in this world. So what's your like dream project? This could be like I feel like I already did like a little mini dream this past one? this past spring. I love bridal gowns. Oh, I think and, I saw a picture. Yeah, with that. Deanna. Mm-hmm. Um, she, there's an amazing wedding dress designer, Deanna Cons, and she has received many awards. Um, she's originally from Mexico, but she does live here in the valley and has a yeah. boutique in Edinburgh. Nice and. Yeah, I was able to model um, bridal gowns. So that's like a little mini mm-hmm. dream. You yeah. Know? I was like, oh, that's so fun. Um, wow, I conquered that one. But like, know. when did you start acting? Is this something recent or have you acted before? Mm-hmm. With my acting, I've mainly done commercials. Mm-hmm. and Not dramas. Uh, no, I was in one short film. Where it was a real stretch. I was playing a realtor <laughs> in a playing haunted house. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> and that was here in the valley. So. Um, Do you believe in La Llorona? What's that? The Weeping the, Woman. Oh, gosh. The Llorona? Have you heard of that? I don't know that story. Oh, because you said haunted. So, you know, there's. Uh. People down here love scary stories. Oh, and there's so many haunted places. The place was haunted that we filmed yeah. at. I went to so we had some here. things happen. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, while we were filming. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was like. I need to see this movie. It was creepy. The short film. Yes, it was. Um, that was wild. Um, so, and I've done some commercials here as well. Uh, so this will be. I'm excited. This one's gonna stretch me a little bit. This nice. character. Well, I'm excited to see that. Thank you. Um, what does your family say when it comes to like your projects, like your mm-hmm. art? Uh, mm-hmm. Acting, modeling, like are they are they the type of family that are like artistic or they've done things like that or mm-hmm. it's completely out of their you know left field and they're very supportive or what's that yeah. like? Yeah, so my kids are all very artistic, but when it comes to like my parents and grandparents and things like that, um, like my mother's an attorney and my father wow. was in um, business. He worked for Bluebell for oh, many, many cream? years. Yes, wow. he did PR for them yeah. and different things. But yeah, so um, they're very supportive. Although, like I said, my mom is very protective. So. We always joke. I'm always like, I'm a full grown woman, but like <laughs> she's, you know, still yeah. protective. And um, anyway, but no, they're supportive. Nice. That's good it. to hear. Yeah. Um, so is there anything you'd like to get off your chest as we're finishing mm-hmm. the interview? Like, is there anything that you'd like to say to the people listening, to the viewers out there? Uh, 
what do you think they should know about Jennifer Poppy? Okay. I would just like to say, um, after, you know, two years of being here in the Valley, I'm very thankful for my time here and that I really love the people here. And I think they have hearts of gold and I would want them to know that, um, that I really care and, um, yeah, I just appreciate them. And if you need a house. And if you need a house or you need to sell your house, be sure to call Jennifer Poppy. <laughs> I'll you can put find some me on the gram or yes, jenniferpoppy.com. Yes. I'll link some of your um, yeah. Instagram or whatever thank it is you. that you want to send me. I'll, mm -hmm. I'll put it there. But thank you again for being so uh, such a wonderful uh, host here in your house thank and you. opening your doors. Uh, we started with the sun yeah. in our face and now it's... <laughs> going Sunset, down so yes. it's been a wonderful time getting to you know know you a little bit mm -hmm. better and uh, i'm looking forward to seeing more of your projects Thank that are coming you. in the future and seeing more of the houses that you sell Ooh, me too let's do it <laughs> so thank you so much yeah. i appreciate your time thank you carlos i appreciate it